Ladies and praisers, Andy here, author of the best Tinder guide on the internet and current praiser himself. This is the Kill You're in a Loser podcast. Let's fucking go, baby. I recently had a really cool experience with a a couple that I counseled. It was really cool. I've talked about this in the previous podcast and it was this really interesting like coaching call that I did where I, I sat down with the guy and we went through all of his stuff. You know, I coached him, I gave him advice and then he said, are you cool with talking to my girlfriend for a little bit, for five minutes, just five minutes? And I was like, sure, get her on. So he left the room. She jumped on. Two and a half hours later, we finished talking. And I've just spent like two and a half hours coaching like him and then straight into two and a half hours of coaching her. It was probably my longest coaching call. It was like a five-hour fucking coaching call. It was just this really intense, like really interesting experience. I've It was the first time I've coached like an actual couple like in that sort of way I've given advice to couples before but I've never sat down with the guy and then the girl and it was really fucking fascinating it's like you get to see the like everything inside his head and how he's ticking and then everything inside her head and how she's ticking because I think one thing that we meant it's very easy to fall into this trap women do the same thing we're in dating we see things from our point of view And it's a little hard to see things from a woman's point of view. You can empathize and all of that, but you've never actually thought about the female experience or you've never actually been in or had an inside look into the female experience. And I think this is something that I'm pretty decent at asking every girl that I sleep with, yo, what's your life like? What's it like being you? What's it like dating guys? And really getting that insight. I have some female friends and just like digging deep. And so any of you... When you're, I I recommend everyone do this. Every girl that you sleep with, when you're laying in bed afterwards cuddling, just ask her, yo, what's dating like for you? What's it like being a woman? Do you ever wish you're a man? What do you think's different between men and women? Start figuring out what it's like to be a woman because that empathy, obviously, like we all want to be empathetic, but it helps you. Like the more you understand women, the easier it is to have sex, the more intimate your relationships will be, the stronger your relationships will be. You build loyalty and trust and all of that. And even just things like the fucking sex is better because you understand how women tick. So any questions you ever have that you're curious about, after sex, when you're laying in bed, ask women all these questions. This is something I've always done. I'm a very fucking autistic nerd and I want to know everything about everything and figure out how everything works and pull it all apart and and figure out as much knowledge and truth as I possibly can. And so I've always asked every woman I sleep with, you know, all these kind of questions. What's it like being a woman? You know, how does sex feel for you? Do you ever get fucking neurotic about stuff? What are you insecure about? I'm insecure about things. What are you insecure about? So digging deep and figuring out like, let's see how the female mind and the female body and the female person works. On that note, if you want, if you're in a couple or you're in a relationship or you're thinking about it, you know, I do offer coaching, link in the description below. I don't normally offer one-on-one calls. Like most of my coaching or all of my coaching is the 12-week programs that I offer, the group and the one-on-one. But if it's like relationship counseling, I am prepared to offer like just a one-off call. So you can email me separately, link in the description and just tell me, say, hey, I'm thinking I just want a one-off call. How much do you charge for that? Let's sit down and do some shit. So I'm offering that. Now, let's get to the topic at hand, gentlemen, ladies, lady gentlemen, and gentlemen, ladies. One of the biggest hacks that I have found in my four year, it's like four and a half years at this point, relationship with Immy 
is giving tons of praise and positive feedback about things she does that I like. And I also praise her personality traits that I really like. I encourage, you know, those traits that I want her to develop. I praise her for making the first steps to changing herself for the better. So I'll give some examples here. If she, in the early days, most Western women, start that sentence again. Most Western women don't have a concept of like, hey, I could cook and clean for my man. In fact, a lot of Western women will think like that's beneath them. They'll think like, I, I don't think I should be cooking or cleaning for a man. Like, won't my feminist friends yell at me? And Emmy was no different. And in the early days of our relationship, she didn't even think like, oh, I could cook for my man. Even when we were dating casually, I could cook for this guy that I really like. And I had to gently encourage her. And I had to say, you know, it'd really mean a lot to me if you cooked something for me. That'd be really cool. And she was like, oh, okay. I'd love to cook something for Sure. What should I cook? And I was like, whatever you'd like. Like, you know, go crazy. Don't have to put in a ton of effort, but just it would mean a lot if you cooked something for me. And so she cooked some food and I praised the shit out of her when she cooked it. And she kept doing this over and over again because I was praising her. Because I was like, this is really cool. I really appreciate you cooking food for me. How fucking wonderful is this? Most women don't do this. You're only an 18-year-old girl and you're already cooking for me. That's amazing. Like, I praised her. I encouraged her. I got her or I, I, I encouraged her to do the things that would mean a lot to me. The things I wanted her to do. The feminine aspects of her personality that I wanted her to, you know, let come out and develop. Other examples... She's someone that's, at the start, she wasn't very affectionate. And we've talked about this on previous podcasts. It's because her parents went through a divorce. She's even opened up about her childhood sexual trauma that she went through when she was eight. And so she had intimacy issues. She's like, I don't, I think I'm supposed to be closed off because, you know, shit happened to me when I was eight and my parents went through a divorce. And so I think that you're supposed to be closed off and you shouldn't open yourself up because then you're vulnerable and bad things will happen or you'll get divorced or whatever. And so I had to gently encourage her to be more affectionate. I basically had to give her permission. I had to say, hey, I really appreciate when a woman's affectionate. I really like when a girl is snuggly. I really like when a girl hugs me and is happy to see me and smiles and all of that. She was already happy to see me, but I really like when a girl shows me how happy she is to be around me with affection. And so over time, she tried little bits and pieces. She was really scared. You know, she'd hold my hand. She'd cuddle me. I'd praise her. I'd I'd gently hold her to my chest and stroke her hair. And I'd say, I really appreciate when you're this affectionate. I really like it. I really love women who are this affectionate. It, It really means a lot to me. And I would praise and give that positive feedback about the things that I wanted to encourage or the things that I wanted her to start doing. And There were other examples. I can give a million examples. In the bedroom, I really like girls who are really kinky and really filthy, a little bit depraved, a little bit fucked up. I really like that. And she had aspects of that in her. She was already pretty damn kinky and very curious, and she'd been curious about BDSM and all of this kind of stuff. And so I just encouraged that. I said, yo, I really like when a girl is super open-minded in the bedroom, so write a bucket list of all the things you want to do. And she went and wrote a list, and I said... Let's add even more to that. Like, tell me the even dirtier things. I want you to be even dirtier than what's on this list. Be even filthier. And so she went away, added a few more things. And I was like, let's keep going. This is great. Yeah, let's add more things. Let's just try whatever we want to try. Whatever weird shit comes into our head, as long as we both want to do it, you know, we're both into it. 
let's try this shit. And I kept encouraging her. And over time, she started to become more and more open-minded with sex. She was already pretty damn open-minded, but you know, more and more and more from me praising. And so again, I'm helping her to develop the personality traits that I like early on. After we'd been together for about maybe nine months, when we started getting really serious, I said to her, I want you to figure out the stuff that you like in a man, and then you encourage me to be that. And as long as I'm cool, as long as I want to do that thing, because you can't make someone do something they don't want to do, I can't make her do the personality, I can't make her develop the personality trait she doesn't really want to develop. I'll make that clear here. You can't change another person if they don't want to. But I said to her, you won't tell me what personality traits you would like or what things you would like. Maybe you like affection. Maybe you like, you know, physical, you know, cuddles. Maybe you like me fucking the shit out of you. Maybe you want me to be a more stoic man. Maybe you would like me to be more masculine and take the lead more. I already took the lead more. But, you know, basically you come up with the personality traits that you feel are important to you. And if I'm into them, if I want them, yeah, hey, you can encourage those in me. And so she did. She went away and she said, I really like how masculine you are. I really like how assertive you are and how much you take the lead. I want you to develop that even more. Like, I I want that to just be like a foundation of who you are. And I was like, that already is, so good job. But she praised me all the time, all the fucking time. What does that make me want to do? That makes me even more solid in my masculinity. That makes me go, hey, I'm going to be even more masculine. Like, she's praising me for this all the time. I'm getting a nice little reward. I'm getting gratitude. And that's another thing. It's not just praise. It's also appreciation and gratitude. Like, hey, I'm really grateful that you cooked dinner for me. That was really cool. Or she would say to me, I really appreciate how masculine you are and that you always take the lead. And anytime I'm a bit upset, you know how to handle things. You're good in a crisis. I really appreciate that you you handle that side of things, that you're super masculine. That means a lot to me. I'm grateful for that. So it's gratitude, it's praise, it's appreciation. It's just encouragement, really. That's what we're talking about here. And the point of this is the point of a relationship is you two grow together. Even if you're in a casual relationship and you're just sleeping together and getting a bit of sexual experience, you're still growing together, right? And it's a good use, or it's an effective use of your time to try and help the other person become a better person because what will happen is they will give that back to you. The number of times Imogen has encouraged me or been there for me or been a solid like rock in my life, the number of times that she's pushed me to be a better person, it's like 10,000 at this point. It's basically every single day she pushes me to be a better person. It is every day. I should just say it's every day. It's every single day she pushes me to be a better person because I push her to be a better person. And even in the early days of our relationship, when we were just casual, we were just sleeping with each other, we were friends with benefits, I would still push her and she would push me back. And we push each other to be better people. So I want to make it clear. It doesn't even have to be in a, a serious relationship. It's easier in a serious relationship, or it's easier the longer you've been together, obviously, because you become more comfortable with praising, encouraging, gratitude, appreciation, pushing. We're really talking about being a cheerleader for each other's goals here, being a cheerleader for each other's self-improvement here. That's what we're talking about. I want to make this really clear. I think I've drilled this in already, but these are only for things that the other person wants. Don't encourage someone to be a worse person, but I think all you guys get that anyway. You're, you're pushing the person to change their personality or develop their personality in a positive direction. 
like becoming more masculine in your case, or her becoming more feminine, her becoming more confident, her becoming more assertive. A lot of women struggle with being assertive and standing up for themselves and saying what they want and expressing their needs. So you can push her with that. A lot of guys struggle with that too. So she can push you with that too. She can push you to be a more masculine force for good in the world. And you can push her to be a more feminine force for good in the world. And so encouraging these personality traits that you like in each other, it's a fucking cheat code for a relationship. It really is. It's a cheat code to building intimacy, loyalty, affection, closeness, all of that kind of stuff. If she pushes you and you push her, my God, it feels like you guys would take, uh, after you've done that for enough time, like a year or two or three, you get to a point where you're like, I'd take a bullet for you. You, you have just absolutely fucking pushed me and encouraged me and been there for me and been grateful for me and and pushed me to become a better human being. God damn it, I'd do anything for you. And the other person's like, fuck yeah, I feel the same. Like, holy shit, you have made me a better human being. Like, you're building so much loyalty. And that's what we're all here for, right? Those of you who want a relationship, which is most of you, maybe you're not at that stage right now. Maybe you're still at the casual dating, sex with benefits stage of things. That's fine. Ultimately, you probably want a relationship. Most of my clients tell me they want a relationship. The cheat code, there there are many cheat codes, and I've done podcasts recently on this stuff. I've got a couple of videos on my YouTube channel as well, so go check those out. But one of the biggest cheat codes is just this like encouragement and this praise and this positive feedback. We're really talking about positive feedback. If someone does something you like, or if you actively say to them, hey, it would mean a lot to me if you did this, as soon as they do that thing, if you just give them positive feedback, They'll go, oh shit, I get positive feedback when I do that thing. You know what? That makes me want to do it more. And then they do it more. So many people in a relationship or even just dating casually will say, man, I really don't like that this girl does this, or I really wish this girl was just a little more on time. She's just not on time. Why don't you fucking encourage that? Why don't you say, hey, it really means a lot to me when someone's on time. I can't make you change. I can't make you be on time. You know, you're your own person, but it would really, really, really mean a lot to me if you were on time. And most likely what will happen is she'll try being on time one time because you've asked for it. When she is on time, that one time, jump on it and say, holy shit, I really appreciate this. Normally you were not on time. In the past, you weren't on time. All the other times you were not on time. I can see that you've put in effort here. Yo, this is actually really fucking dope. I'm sure this wasn't even easy for you because you're normally not on time. This is actually really fucking cool. Thank you. I can't believe you've done this. Like, I really fucking appreciate this. Thank you. This is cool. Please be like this on time. This is amazing. Thank you. And what will happen is she gets that dopamine hit. She goes, oh, shit. I didn't realize this would feel nice for me if I'm on time. I didn't realize that he would be proud of me, that he would encourage me, that he would make me feel good about myself, especially if you really, really, really dump a lot of praise and gratitude and appreciation and tell her like, yo, I actually really fucking appreciate this. This is really cool. I asked you for something. You gave it to me. That's really cool. Thank you. Thank you. If you really dump that praise on her and that appreciation and gratitude, she will want to do it again. And now she might not be perfect. So the next time she might be a bit late, don't jump on her. Just say like, hey, I can see that you're still trying with this. Keep going. Like, I really appreciate when someone's on time. It means a lot to me. Like, you'll get it next time. Like, still encourage, still be a a cheerleader. She may not get it a couple of times. She might fuck it up. That's fine. That's the process of self-improvement and trying to change a habit, right? If you've been late every single time in your life, it's really hard to just suddenly be on time all the time, isn't it? It takes a bit of practice and you got to build that habit. So be patient, encourage her. 
Also bear in mind that she might not want to do the thing. You can't, again, make people change. Sometimes people won't do the thing you want, no matter how much you praise it. But generally speaking, 90% of the time, they will. They will rise to meet your expectations because that's what we're putting on here. We're basically saying, you're basically saying, yo, you have the potential to reach this high and I believe in you. You have the potential to be on time. You don't have to be someone who's late all the time and lets people down. You have the potential to be on time. I can see that potential in you. And when you say to someone, I can see the potential in you, they will rise to meet you, rise to meet the occasion 90% of the time. They will. Again, they can be doing that back to you. She can be doing it back to you. She can say, I really appreciate when a man takes the lead. I really just appreciate that. And you think to yourself, you know, I take the lead most of the time, but maybe I could take the lead a little more. And so you take the lead. You say, yo, hey, on Friday, come over. And she comes over and, you know, you take her into the bedroom. They're really assertive. You fuck the shit out of her. Maybe you blindfold her and tie her up. And afterwards, she's like, oh, my God, that was amazing that you took the lead. And you go, shit, I feel really good because she's praising me now. I want to do this again. And it's this positive feedback loop. It's this beautiful fucking, it's like being, it's like you have a cheerleader constantly like cheering you on saying, you can do it. Good job. You did it. And it makes you want to do it more. And so you might have to actively sit down with her and say, yo, like I did with Imi, whatever personality traits you want to develop in me, as long as I I want to develop them, obviously tell me and like praise me, encourage me, please give me lots of positive feedback when I do them. You know, I want to grow together. I'm going to do the same with you. Let's build like the best, most solid kick-ass relationship ever. Or if you're only dating casually, you can phrase it like this. If it's just casual sex, you can say, you know, what kind of personality traits do you think I would benefit from? Like, I'm trying to be a better man. I'm trying to be a better human being. What do you think I can do? Or if you're a woman, you say to your guy, what kind of personality traits do you think I could develop? I'm trying to be the best human being I can be. Like, where do you see room for growth with me? Because sometimes we can't see our own possibilities. We don't know what we're capable of. We think we're doing okay, but someone else comes along and goes, look, yo, you could improve this. And you're like, whoa, I didn't even know that. So ask the opposite, ask the other person, what can I do to improve? And can you praise me with that? Can you push me? Can you encourage me and be each other's cheerleaders? Again, even in a casual, just sex with, you know, friends with benefits, the point of a, any kind of relationship, even just friends with benefits, even just if you're having sex, don't you want to leave the other person better than you found them? Don't you want Even if you just fuck each other five times and then go away, don't you want their life to just be a tiny, tiny, tiny bit better because they met you? Even if all you did was have sex, don't you at least want the sex to be good? And so they go, man, I had some great sex with that person. Don't you want them to have some positive memories? Yes. One of the biggest cheat codes is if you push each other with your goals. It doesn't have to be huge. It's just, yo, hey, I I would really appreciate if you'd be more affectionate and then praise her. And now she goes, hey, I have permission in future relationships to be more affectionate. Or she says to you, yo, I really like when a guy is dominant in the bedroom. And now you go, all right, I'm going to give myself permission to be a bit more dominant. And now going forward for every other relationship or casual relationship you get into, you now have permission to be more dominant because she gave that to you. She praised you. She pushed you. She encouraged you. Again, I'm talking about building shit here, guys. I'm giving you the foundation of how you can build, build, build. And that is your mission every day. Whether that's with someone else, whether that's on your own, And I always recommend you build stuff on your own. Even in a relationship, don't get complacent and just rely on the other person. You still want to have independent lives where you build your own shit, she builds your own shit, and then you come together and build it together. But 
the point of every day is we want to be a little bit better than the, we were the day before. A relationship or casual sex is the <laughs> quickest, the best way to build yourself because the other person will give you the best feedback. They'll push you. They'll help you. So this shit is like magic, guys. I'm giving you the cheat code right here. And even just if we over, if we get in there and analyze what a compliment or praise is, it's generating something. You get to feel good when you praise the other person and compliment them. It feels good for you. Go and start complimenting some of the girls or guys that you're sleeping with and tell me how it feels. Give them praise and tell me how it feels for you, for you, for you, the person giving it. You'll say, oh, I actually feel good. It's weird. I give, I feel good. If you're not in a relationship right now or you don't have anyone you're sleeping with, go outside. And this is something that I give quite a few of my coaching clients as an exercise. Go outside and give compliments to five strangers. It can be a compliment about anything. Like, yo, I love your shoes. That's it. That's all you have to say. Yo, I love your shoes. Hey, that dress looks really cool on you. Yo, I really love your hat. Like, hey, I just wanted to let you know you have a really nice smile and it's nice to see. Or you see some mother with their kid being really funny and making jokes or some dad's like making his kid laugh and you just go up and you say like, hey, it's really cool the way you interact with your kid. I'm just letting you know that was really cool. Like, I like you seem like a good father or you seem like a great mother. Like, you made me smile. You know, I hope you have a good day. Say that and see how it feels for you. You're going to say it feels fucking amazing. <laughs> Even it just it feels good when you're saying the words because you're speaking truth. You're 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 generating something. You know you're going to make the other person feel good. And then it feels good when you see that back. When you see them smile, you're like, "Oh shit, I made someone smile. That's nice." And then every now and then, quite often actually, the person will give you a compliment back and then you go, "Oh fuck." I, I feel even better. So you get to feel good three times. You get to feel good saying it, seeing their reaction, and then often they give you one back. Three times you get to feel good. It's fucking amazing. And then when you stop and think about it from their point of view, they get to feel good because they got a compliment and praise. So you both win. You both win. It's more than a zero-sum game. And a zero-sum game is where one person wins and one person loses. No, this isn't that. You don't give something or you don't lose something to give a compliment or to give praise. You gain something. In fact, you as the person complimenting and praising, you often gain more. The person receiving just gets to feel good. You get to feel good saying it, get to feel good seeing their reaction, and then you often get a compliment back. So it's like you actually win when you give compliments. I mean, not that it's you both win. But you get what I mean. It's like you win a little bit more often. And so go out there and give all the praise that you possibly can, all the compliments that you can. Really what I'm talking about when I say compliments and praise is pushing people. You're pushing people. You're encouraging people. If you walk up to a stranger and say, yo, I love your shoes, that person will go away. They'll obviously feel good. So will you. But they will now go away and go, I'm going to put this much effort or maybe even more effort into my appearance every day. Now the world looks a little bit better because you gave a fucking compliment. Maybe you walk up to that parent and you say, yo, I really love the way you interact with your kid. Like, it's really nice to see. You seem like a good parent. Like, I'm glad people like you exist in the world because you seem nice. You seem like a good parent. If you say that, that person is probably going to put just a little bit more effort into their parenting. And so not only will they be a happier and better parent, but their kid growing up will probably be just a little bit more loved, even just 0.0001% more loved. And if you go around giving enough praise and compliment to compliments to everyone or encouragement, we're talking about encouragement here. If you give encouragement and praise to, you know, enough people that you meet, it doesn't even have to be everyone, <laughs> just the girls that you sleep with or the guys that you date or, you know, the people that you see on the street. 
If you just give a little bit of praise and encouragement to people, you are literally making the world a better place. And guess what? You win because you get to live in that world. You're, you're making your own backyard better. You're making your world better. So giving praise, giving encouragement feels good for you, feels good for them. Everybody feels fucking good. They often tell you they're grateful, which feels good for you. They will then keep doing or they are likely to keep doing the behavior that you just praised because people are built on positive feedback. We like positive feedback. If someone comes up to me and says, yo, man, you seem like a really cool dude. I really like the way you dress. I am likely to dress the same way tomorrow, aren't I? I'm likely to go, oh, okay, I got a compliment for my shirt. Maybe I should wear this shirt again. Like, I'm, I'm going to keep doing the same thing. If a girl says to me, if Imogen says to me, I really like how confident you are. I like the way that you grab life by the horns and you're never a victim and you always just get stuff done. The next time I'm feeling like I might want to be a victim or I'm feeling sorry for myself or something, I'll be like, no, remember, I get positive feedback if I take life by the horns and don't be a victim. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to be a victim. Fuck it. I'm going to stand up and be masculine. I do that. I'm going to keep doing the behavior that got me the praise, that got me the positive feedback. And so, again, in a relationship context, if you give praise and positive feedback and encouragement and gratitude and appreciate, like you push people to do the things that you really like, they're likely to keep doing them and they will do the same with you. And what happens long-term, even just in a casual relationship, but let's look at long-term. Let's say you get into a serious relationship, you date for like, you know, five years or whatever, you're together for a while. They are going to grow and flourish and grow into the person that you ultimately really, really, really can respect and really, really, really want them to be and because you want the best for them and all of that. They're going to grow into that person because you kept praising and giving them positive feedback. The number of things that Imogen has changed for the better and the person she has grown into, my God, like if you guys met her, I've talked about it many times. If you met her when I first met her when she was 18, you know, four and a bit years ago, you wouldn't recognize her. And she's become so confident, so badass, so much more assertive. She has a sense of humor now, which she never did before. She's even bratty sometimes in the most like lovable, adorable sort of way. She's just like a little smart ass sometimes. She'll make these little smart ass jokes said with like love and humor. Like she's not being a bitch or something, but she's like super bratty in this cute, adorable, like confident way. And I always say to her, look at you, you little brat. Like who, how did you get so confident? And she's like, you taught me, <laughs> you encouraged me. I, she'll even say like, you wanted me to be this bratty. And I'll say, yeah, I kind of did. Yeah, I wanted you to be this bratty because, and when I say bratty, I hope you understand what I mean. It's like making jokes, like banter, being a little cheeky, being a little smart ass in an adorable, like feminine, you know, girly sort of way, being like a, a cute, bit cute, bratty little grump, but in, in a very sweet, like with a big smile on your face while you're being a brat. And I say to her, yeah, I did want that because you were so meek and shy and you didn't have permission to talk to anyone and you couldn't look me in the eyes and you never would have made a joke in the past. And I tried to get you to make jokes, but you were just so timid and shy. And yeah, I wanted you to be this. And she's like, yeah, you encouraged me. Like I get it. And that was just praise. That was telling her like, hey, you know, you're allowed to make jokes if you want to. You know, you're allowed to talk back if you want to. Like, you know, you're allowed to tell me what you want. You know, you're allowed to have wants and needs and desires and you're allowed to have those things. It was just encouragement. It was praise. It was positive feedback. I can give you 10,000 other examples. I can give you examples of how I, Andy, have grown as a human being. Half of the reason I'm a good coach is because 
she has encouraged me. She has encouraged me in so many different ways to be a good coach. Half of the reason why I gave up alcohol, you know, I'm now what? I haven't drunk in like, I don't know, 17 months or something. It's almost two, it'll be two years soon enough before we know it. Part of the reason why is because she encouraged me. She pushed me. She she helped me grow, you know, and I was drinking a hell of a lot in 2020 to deal with all the lockdowns and all the that kind of shit. And she would encourage me on the days when I wouldn't drink, she'd praise me. She'd say, hey, I noticed you didn't, didn't drink today. That's really good. I'm really glad you didn't drink today. I know it was a struggle. I know you wanted to drink, but I'm glad you didn't. And through that positive feedback, you know, I'm sitting there. It gives me, it gave me more courage to quit. And I was always going to quit anyway, but it just made it 50,000 times easier because I knew I will get positive feedback and praise if I don't drink today. And you'd want to, I'd want to drink. I'd want to throw in the towel and just have a drink. And I'd know, no, if I, if I just get through today, she will praise me and that will feel good. I will get dopamine. And so I would get through the day and yep, she would praise me. And I go, okay, I'm getting something. I get something by giving this alcohol, this addiction up. Being a good coach. I know after every good coaching call that I do, if I go to her and say, oh my God, that was a great call. I really nailed it. I did. I think I did a really good job with this guy. I think I genuinely really helped him. Man, it was a good call. I know she will say, baby, that's amazing. You're such a good coach. I'm so proud of you. I admire you for helping other people. I'm so blessed that I get to be in a relationship with you and see you like do all these amazing things. You have no idea how much it means to me that I get to like watch this. Like, you know, I want to do that more. I mean, fuck, literally yesterday, I had an email from someone that was a very, I won't say what the contents of the email were, but it was a very vulnerable email. The person was clearly very, very, very vulnerable. It was, it was a woman wrote this email. It was very fucking vulnerable and just saying that I had helped her a lot and blah, 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 blah. And Emmy reads all my emails and then sends them to me. And she said, you know, here's this email. And I said like, wow, isn't it amazing that people can be this vulnerable with me? I guess with us, isn't it amazing that people can be this vulnerable? And she said, I really admire you for how much, she said to me, Andy, I really admire you for how much you would help people. You have made a big impact on a ton of people. And it's cool to think how many more that will be over your lifetime, over our lifetime. Reading that, what does that make me want to do? That makes me want to go and help more people. That makes me want to work even harder to have an even bigger impact on even more people. That makes me think, hey, she's right. Over my lifetime, I'll probably get to help quite a lot more people. Like I'm only just getting started. You know what? Fuck, I'm excited. I want to do this more. She's encouraging the personality traits that she likes or the things she likes. And I'm going to do those things more. I'm going to work on being an even better coach. I'm going to work on doing even more impactful content for you guys. I'm going to do even more that I possibly can. I'm going to expand and grow and try and help as many people as I can because she helps me. She praises me. You get the same thing when you praise your girl, you know, praising her to, to clean your apartment or cook you dinner or just be affectionate or be feminine or listen to you or be sweet or be more sexual, whatever it is, you get to help her grow into the kind of woman that you will deeply respect. And women, you get to help your man grow into the kind of man that you will deeply respect. You get to praise the behaviors that you can respect and admire. And she gets to pray, you know, the other person gets to praise the behaviors or the personality traits that they deeply admire and respect. And together, through this positive feedback loop, you get to become absolute badasses together.
you do. Another example, every time I'm terrified of something and I do it anyway, Imogen says, I really respect how often you do things that are really, really hard for you. What does that do? That makes me want to run towards my fears even more and not be, you know, running away from them or shying away from them. It makes me even more courageous, which then makes her respect me more, which then makes me want to keep doing it. And the two, it's like she gets what she wants. She gets a man that she can respect. She's winning. And then I get what I want because I'm getting that positive feedback loop and I get to grow as a human being and become a more courageous better. Again, I want to really drill it in that the things you praise them for and encourage, make sure it's things they actually want and things that will benefit them. Don't praise them to hang out with, don't praise them for hanging out with their friends less and less, or don't praise them for eating junk food and getting fatter, or don't say, you know, I just want a woman who eats lots of food and we just watch Netflix and be lazy. No, no pray, praise them for things that you know are going to benefit them long-term, things that will make you, and if you don't know what that is, I mean, um, you guys know what's good for someone long-term, but Another way of thinking about that is what are the behaviors that will make me respect this person? Respect is probably the most important thing in a relationship or for long-term success in a relationship. You have to respect the other person. Yeah, like you, they have to earn your respect. You have to be able to look at them and go, fuck, man, I respect the shit out of this person. This person has earned my loyalty and my respect. And so part of that is you encourage them to do things that will make you respect them. Jordan Peterson has this quote, which is about children and He says, when you're raising a child, your only job as a parent is to never let them do something which will make you dislike them. I like to talk about that in a relationship. I like to say, your job in a relationship is to not let the other person do things that will make you dislike them or will make you lose respect for them. And sometimes they will do things you don't like. Like, fine, there is a bit of patience and empathy and understanding in relationships, of course. But we're talking about the big things here. Like, let's say your partner... Any women out there, let's say, you know, you're in a relationship and your guy doesn't have a job and you keep encouraging him, but he just, he doesn't seem to want to have this job. He doesn't seem to want to work and provide for himself. And you just think like, man, I'm kind of losing respect for him. Like he just doesn't seem motivated. He doesn't seem to even want to do the basics of like having a job. He lives at home with his mom and his dad, like he's 30. I can't really respect that. Your job is to not Rather, I'll phrase it in the positive. Your job is to encourage him to be a better person. Your job is encourage him to do things that will make you respect him and not dislike him. Right now, him staying at home, the more he does that without a job, you don't like that. You can't respect that. What you would respect is if he went out there, faced his fears, faced his, you know, had some courage and got a job and provided for himself and had some goals and worked on himself. Because not having a job is a quick, surefire way to depression. I think we all kind of know that. You do that long term. You know, it's different if you're retired or whatever, but if you don't have some sort of higher calling and a job is just a higher calling or a purpose or something you do, if you don't have that, you're going to get pretty depressed. And so encourage him to do what will make you respect him, which is have a job, move out of home and all of that. And it might take a little bit of patience. It might take a little bit of like, or a lot of encouragement. You might have to start small, like, hey, why don't you work on your resume? I can help you work on your resume. He'll do that. You'll go, okay, okay. He's doing something. He's done his resume. I'm starting to respect him a little more. You know, then he goes and applies for some jobs and you go, okay, okay. I think I can respect him. And then he goes and, you know, gets a job and now he moves out of home and you're like, oh, okay. I really respect him because that was really hard for him. And give him all that positive feedback, which will make him keep wanting to do it. And then you grow together and you're like, man, I really respect the fact that he did this thing that was really hard. And so again, your job in a relationship, everybody, your job is to encourage the other person to do things that will make you respect them more. That's your mission. 
And then that's their mission too. Tell them that that's their mission too. Hell, give them this podcast if you want to. Tell them your mission as well is to encourage me to do things that'll make you respect me. And that's my mission for you. Let's do things and push each other and praise each other and encourage each other to do things that ultimately we will respect each other more. We're trying to build something here. We're trying to build each other into complete badasses. We're trying to grow and learn and encourage each other and become not maxed out, but, you know, do the best we possibly can. Become the best human beings we possibly can. Every day, we're going to be a little better than we were the day before. Let's just make every single day as best as it possibly can be. Show how much gratitude and appreciation you have when they do those things. Encourage them to do it more and more. And then you both win. And that's what it is. One thing that comes up, you know what? Fuck it. No, I'm not even going to talk about that. I'm not, I was going to talk about something. Let's, let's leave that. But do this stuff, do this encouragement and this praise as often as you possibly can. Like, I encourage Imogen probably like 20 times a day. Like, I encourage her with so much shit. I do for my coaching clients too. Any of you who've signed up for coaching, you know, you'll you'll be able to say, yeah, he does. Like, holy shit, the guy doesn't shut the fuck up with the positive, like, cheerleading stuff. Everything I say is positive. I don't say a single thing that's negative ever. I've eliminated negativity completely from my coaching, from my relationship as well. I will always frame it in a positive. And you can frame everything positively. Even if the person is doing something that you currently don't respect, like in the previous example, you know, your boyfriend is staying at home or guys, maybe your girlfriend is just depressed and she's not getting out of the house and doing anything. You don't really respect that. You want to, you'll be tempted to phrase that negatively. You'll be tempted to say like, come on, you're being really lame. You're just staying at home. You're, you're not living up to your potential. You want to frame that negatively. Frame it in a positive way. Say, wouldn't it be amazing if you could really, you know, feel courage and go outside and face your fears? Like, think how good that would feel. Frame it in a positive. <clears throat> I do this with Imogen. She does this with me. She gives me probably fucking 20 positive bits of feedback a day, 20 bits of praise. We do this even with the girls that we date. I give them as much praise and feedback as I can. Every time they do something I like, I praise them for every fucking time. During sex, if you, if you listen to me during sex... You would think I was talking to a female dog or something. I'm just like, good girl, good girl, good girl, good girl, constantly. And in a way, I mean, okay, I'm going to try. <laughs> Someone's going to clip this and it's going to be out of context. I guess like when you train a dog, you are just like giving them positive feedback and doing that like Pavlovian response, which is just, you know, training them to associate positive feedback with doing the thing that, that you want them to do. You're kind of doing that with with your part with like girls anyway. Oh girls, you can do that with guys. Every time he does something courageous and masculine, you can train him to want to keep doing that. That's what we're talking about here, training. Encouraging. Encouraging is probably a nicer word. People will take training to be the wrong way. They'll take it as manipulation, but it's encouragement. The other person has to want to do this thing. If they don't, they won't do it. And all your praise in the world won't make them change. I'll make that clear. If someone no matter what, no matter how much praise Imogen gave me, she would never be able to get me to be, I don't know, feminine. She could praise me until the cows come home and it wouldn't, I would just be like, no, I don't want to be feminine. Like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to, you know, dress up girly or be, I'm just not, I'm, I'm masculine. I'm always going to be that. So it has to be something the other person will want and they'll tell you if they don't want it. They'll tell you repeatedly and like all your praise won't work. So I'll make that clear. But I give tons of positive feedback to all the girls that we sleep with, even casually. One of the girls we're seeing right now, we have praised her and encouraged her. She started, she said, I think I want to lose weight. I think I've wanted, I want to, you know, get a nice lean, like abs body, maybe not abs, but like lean, a nice butt. I want to be nice and toned and lean. 
And the first thing I did when she said that was praise her. I was like, good job for admitting that you want to improve yourself. Most people don't. Really good fucking job. That's amazing. That's the first bit of praise. So now, in the future, every time she wants to improve herself, she'll tell me, won't she? Because she knows she will get praise for it. And guess what she did? She's told us like five other things she wants to work on. The next thing I did after she said, I want to lose weight, and I said, good fucking job, was I said, all right, what's your, what's your next step? What do you think the next step is? And she's like, I don't really know. And I was like, well, think about it. What do you think? She's like, um, maybe going to the gym. And I was like, good, good job. Good job. You're thinking about it. You're digging deep. You're figuring out what you want. Good fucking job. Yes, go to the gym. Yeah, great. Are you capable of going to the gym or do you think you're too nervous to go? And she's like, I, I, I think I'm too nervous to go. And I was like, okay, good job admitting that you're nervous. You see how I'm constantly fucking praising? I do this with every single one of my coaching clients too. I say, yo, I really respect how much you just opened up to me. I know that was fucking hard for you. I really respect that you were just honest with me. I know you probably feel real, real vulnerable right now with what you've just said to me. I respect the shit out of that. Now, that client on the next call will be more vulnerable with me, won't he? Which makes my job easier, which makes his success go up. I am constantly praising. You guys have to see praise as a fucking cheat code because it really is. With your mates, you can praise. Anytime your mate opens up to you, bro, I really fucking respect you for opening up, dude. Like, good job. That's all you have to say. One fucking sentence. Now, the next time he's going to go... I don't feel like opening up, but last time I opened up, my friend gave me positive feedback and, and encouraged me. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'll just tell him. I'll just tell him. And they'll tell and you keep feed you keep giving them more praise and feedback. You encourage them to be better versions of themselves. That's what we're really encouraging here. And so back to the example of this girl that we're seeing right now. I keep praising her and she goes, Okay, maybe can I you know, would you guys go to the gym with me? And I was like, good job asking for help. More praise. You see the fucking praise. Good job. Yeah, of course we'll come to the gym with you. Of course. And like, I respect you for fucking asking. Most people won't ask for help. Most people will just say, oh, I want to lose weight, but they won't do anything. Good fucking job. So she goes to the gym with Imogen and I. The whole time, I'm just slamming praise straight into her fucking ears. I'm just praising, praising, praising. Good fucking job. Good job. Yep. Good job. That wasn't perfect. That's fine. Good job giving yourself permission to suck. You'll get better over time. It's just practice. Good job. Good job. Good job. Yep. That's great. Yeah. No, try it like this instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly like that. Good. Perfect. That's perfect. Good job. Perfect. Like just this positive fucking feedback. I am just a stream of positivity. I, I am always like this. I, I, And now this is something I had to develop. I'll make that clear. Giving praise and feedback, positive feedback is a habit that you build. I used to be so negative. I used to be such a fucking asshole. And so I just built the habit. And so you might be a little nervous at the start. You might be like, I'm scared to give positive feedback. I don't even know how to do it. What if it sounds weird? What if they think I'm a beta male? What if, you know, I look like a pussy for, for giving too much feedback? What if I sound like I'm just, you know, a doormat because I'm just constantly praising people? You might have all these fears. I did. But just try it anyway. See what happens. Run towards your fears do it anyway. And you'll see that positivity and giving that positive feedback loop, people really respond well to it, which makes you feel good, which makes you want to keep doing it. And other people, funnily enough, the more you give praise and encouragement to other people, they will eventually say to you, I really appreciate how much you always praise me. It really means a lot. I, I, you've really helped me. Thank you. That's them praising you back. And now you will want to keep praising them because that's the positive feedback loop. They've encouraged you to do the thing and they, they, they didn't realize they were doing it. They didn't do, probably didn't do it intentionally, but they have inadvertently encouraged you to keep giving them more praise. And so now you will want to. And so you just have to trust me that at the start, you might be a little nervous to give a lot of praise. You might think like, fuck, I don't even know if I can give a lot of praise. Just, just try it. See what happens. You'll get a positive feedback loop. 
without even meaning to. And then you go, fuck, Andy was right. It does feel good when I praise people. If you want an example of this, do what I said. Go outside and give compliments to five strangers, just about anything, their shoes, their parenting style, just little things like, hey, I love your dress. Hey, you look really, I I dig your style. You look really fucking cool. You can do it to men, women, old women, young women, you know, whatever you want to do and get that positive feedback. And you'll see, oh shit, Andy was right. Giving compliments does feel good. What the hell? I've given this to so many clients, one in particular, one guy who's in my coaching program right now. And I I told him, just go outside and give compliments to five strangers. He comes back and he's like, dude, that was life-changing. And I was like, man, great. What happened? He's like, oh my God, like I felt so good telling people, like giving them compliments. And I was like, yeah, man, you've just figured out like giving is receiving. You're giving a compliment, but you're receiving positive feedback. Okay. It feels good. And if you give as much as you can and give wholeheartedly, you win. You, it's a it's a win-win situation. They get to feel good, but you fucking feel good giving compliments. So yeah, giving is receiving. But back to the example of this girl, encouraging her to go to the gym, going to the gym with her, encouraging her more. And now she's gone to the gym like 10 times and she's gotten a personal trainer. And although by the time you listen to this podcast, she would have been going to the gym for months, but you know, this podcast coming out in a little while, but yeah, she's 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 doing that shit. Then the next thing we encouraged her for, Imogen encouraged her to put a little more effort into her appearance. What I mean by that, what she what we mean by that is like put on some makeup. She's someone that always wanted to wear makeup, and she even showed us a few Instagram accounts of girls that she follows who have like really solid makeup. Their makeup game is like on point, and she said to us like, I, you know, I just I, I really love to look pretty like these girls. And so what we did is we praised her. We said, "Good job, wanting to improve yourself." Good job admitting that you want to be better. Yes, you can look like those girls. You're allowed to. Like, you have permission. You don't need our permission, but we give you our permission. Go look pretty like that. So she goes away and she dyes her hair, like, green. We come back and she comes back and we go, oh, your hair looks really fucking cool. Like, good job. She gets that positive feedback. She goes, oh, shit. Maybe I will try putting on some makeup. She goes away. She puts the makeup on. It was okay. Like, she did a decent job. She'd ne- she's someone that's never worn makeup. 25 years of age and she's never really worn any makeup. And so she puts on the makeup and we encourage the shit out of her. We go, holy shit. Like, you literally... And she did. She literally looked like 10 times better. And we were like, holy fuck, you look way better. So she goes away and gets a better haircut where she has a fringe, which is more flattering for her head shape. She looks much prettier now. She started losing weight. She gets even better with makeup. She's now wearing like really fucking... I don't know any women out there. I don't know how you'd explain this, but like intense makeup, like big fucking eyelashes, lots of makeup. I don't know what you call that. Like she looks like she's going clubbing. That would be the best way of explaining it. Every time she comes to see us, she looks fucking sexy now. She went from someone who looked nerdy, but cute. The first time we saw her, I was like, like when we went on the first date with her, I was like, yeah, she's cute. Like I'll keep an open mind. I'm kind of into her. Imogen was like, yeah, she's kind of cute. Maybe we'll, we'll keep an open mind. We'll see if, if, if she grows on us. If we like her, we were half into her half not. She's cute. She's definitely cute, but you know, now I look at her and I'm like, you're fucking sexy. Like you make my dick hard. You look fucking sexy. And that's just from us praising her. This is what I mean, guys and girls. Praise is a a, a freaking cheat code. It really is. If you praise the other person to be someone that you can respect more or, or to move in the direction that you want them to, or that they want to, if you're trying to push them and encourage them to be a better person, you win. We now get to fuck the shit out of a really hot girl because we praised her as opposed to one who was like, just cute. And again, you can do this with your friends. You can do this with everyone else. Push, push, push. Encourage, encourage, encourage. Go fucking crazy. I will finish up by saying, if you want coaching, 
I said it at the start, if you want coaching, you know, hit me up, that's there. But the final thing I'll leave you with is a story that I saw on my forums a while ago. And it was the last time that I was talking about praise and encouragement and like helping women or any of you girls helping guys grow into the person that you can respect and and the person you want to be with or that you just want to sleep with. So I, I was talking about this and someone on my forum said, I don't want to give girls praise because that's beta. I'm not here to give girls a big ego and make them feel even more entitled and validated than they already do. And I simply replied, yeah, because heaven forbid you ever make anybody feel good about themselves. So go out there, you guys and girls, and make people feel good about themselves and make yourself feel good in the process.